Hello? Yeah. We do have a thermometer. We have that. Yeah. The, the radar thermometer. So we can see how fast the turkey is going, at least. Yeah. Yeah. As long as it doesn't hit 88 miles per hour, we should be okay. Okay. Are you guys trying to cook a turkey? Yeah. We're, we're, we're only trying to cook part of a turkey. Not the whole turkey. Yeah. Just the breasts. Okay. Yeah. No, we, we got um, turkey breast because we're not five right. to eight people. So right. we only need a little bit of turkey to satisfy the Thanksgiving craving. Why are you cooking it now? Yeah. Dang. Oh, you didn't know hey, it was Lex. on? Oh. Hi. <laughs> Lex says hello. Hi. Yes. <laughs> Tis the casting times. <laughs> Tis clobbering time. Why are you cooking it now, though? Oh, no, no, no. We're just getting ready. We were discussing because uh, she oh, attempted to order okay. a um, thermometer, a turkey thermometer from Amazon Prime now. Mm. Because you have to differentiate. Obviously, we didn't order it through the video streaming service, nor, you know, the regular Amazon. It takes six to eight weeks to get here. Um, no, we tried to order it from them, and it just was not in the delivery. So, Yeah, uh, I have thoughts on that for sure. So very um, interesting. On the oh the, the, the blow lollipop. Pop. I thought you were talking about the tagging. Have, I'm like No no no. <laughs> I have I have thoughts on, on lollipops in general because I just went oh, we can just get into the show right now. Okay, yeah, let's go. Okay. So I went to buy some candy. Like like I wanted like a hard candy or I don't like I don't like Jolly Ranchers. So I was like, okay, like maybe like a lollipop or something. Every once in a while, I can get a small piece of candy, not have to worry about it. Yeah. And I was looking at lollipops. We are seriously lacking in the lollipop department. Lollipop technology has stalled over the it last has. twenty or so years. They haven't really made any progress. I that exact okay yes I feel like we are failing <laughs> lollipops and they okay. have those. They ha- Okay, so the reason we're on the subject of lollipops, guys, yes. is that a listener, Arturo, he sent in this picture of a blow pop. It looks like a mini blow pop, and it's the sour apple. And he said, sour apple blow pop is the best flavor, not even close. Is this a Rusnaculous debate? Mm, that is a debate, so first all right. Of all, yes, yes, this is absolutely a Rusnaculous debate. <laughs> um, a wonderful, wonderful debate. I'm going to look up the other flavors of blow pop because I don't remember off the top of my head. We're, I was always more into the Tootsie Pops. We're, which which did you prefer? Um, You know, okay, I, I would have to go with you on that. Tootsie Pops, at least you get something chocolate in the middle. It is kind of weird because every the flavor, flavor yeah. of the flavor was always so good. Of the Tootsie Pops, like n- like no other lollipop really compared, I don't think. The flavors were good. Um, the only problem I had with Tootsie Pops is that sometimes the flavors wouldn't pair well with the Tootsie Roll Center. Fair. You know. What was your favorite? My favorite was cherry. I'm always a cherry man when it comes to um to candy, to hard candy in particular, because that seems to be the one that they mess up the least. I favored uh, orange and grape. Orange is always good. Grape is interesting because sometimes they give you like a grape juice type of flavor. And sometimes they give you just that purple flavor. We've discussed this before. Yes, purple is a flavor. Purple is good, though. Sometimes I like a good purple. 
Um, with Blow Pop in particular, it seemed like there okay. was a peppery aftertaste to their purple. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so so Blow Pop just quickly pointing this out. By the way, Charms is what makes Blow Pop. Charms used to have sour pops yes. that were not Blow Pops. They were like the flat ones. Mm-hmm. Those were the shit. I loved those. I don't know if they still make those. I remember them from like the 90s. That Those were my favorite. <laughs> now, that's, those aren't to be confused with like the flat ones that you get from the bank sometimes. No, no, have, no. Like, that's different. Those are safety pops, safety yes. pops, because they have the hoop on the end. So you can uh-huh. like put your finger through there. And, you know, if you're a little kid, not you sure. can swing it around and not yeah. lose it. Yes. Yes. Uh, and then you can't, like, get poked with it or, you know, like, it's a safe version of it. Yeah. Also that. Uh, okay. So he, this looks like it's the original flavors. I'm getting this wrong. You guys can write us in, but I'm just looking at the pictures. We have cherry, uh, blue raspberry, yeah. strawberry, sour apple, grape, and watermelon. Watermelon. Watermelon's always an interesting choice for flavor. It's got that kind of cloudy color to it. It's, it's like a, garbage. A I don't like pink. it. Yeah, no. yeah. You know, it's it's a so, lot like the uh, the problem that we have with the green versus lime, right? If you see a bright pink right. flavored hard candy, it can either be watermelon or it could be pink lemonade. Right. You might get lucky, you get pink lemonade, and sometimes you get watermelon. Right. So now, do do you think the sour apple debate extends to? pops like this man i'm I'm sorry arturo you know i love you man (laughs) but i can't stand a green apple anything (laughs) i kind of like those caramel green apple pops you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah i I remember liking those i found the charms pops nice (laughs) but are they the sour these are sweet (gasps) no i found them oh my god and then one thing the blue raspberry that's gross. When I was a kid, when I was of the proper, you know, blow pop eating uh, demographic, the yes. the blue raspberry was fairly new on the streets. So much so that it had a different like wrapper design than the other flavors. It was like the hip thing. It was the new thing on the streets, and you could actually get a lot of um, you can get a lot of traction out of those in, in the trade market for candy. Oh shit! Yeah, it was a hot commodity at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to investigate these later because I want them, but they, they <laughs> look like a weird, like any demographic. I, I, so, so yeah, like the, the game is lacking mm. when it comes to lollipops and I, I do not, weirdly, I do not dislike the green apple based off of my memory because now this is the thing. It's just because it's sour. It's a more sour flavor. Mm. And I like sour candies. I yeah. like, you know, sour gummy worms, stuff like that. However, that does not make it my favorite. I guess I'd have to go with grape. But like I said, I'm more of a, a Tootsie Pop person yeah. myself. So, you know, it's difficult. <laughs> but yeah, like I loved when it came to like charm style pops. Like yeah. I did not go for the blow pop. I went for those like the charm flat ones. And I don't know if they still make the same versions that we had back in the day, but I loved those. Man, I doubt it. I haven't seen a variation on those in quite some time. I mean, we're talking about candy that you see at gas stations, that you see at corner stores, that sort of thing. Yeah. There's you can not... buy big bags of uh, Tootsie Pops, but I don't think you can buy these. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. 
Airheads though. Dumb dumbs. Airheads dumb keeps changing the game. Like they keep on. Fuck airheads. Evolving. I hate airheads. You don't like airheads. Ugh, no. They're tangy. They're kind of sour. They're tangy, but like it's the consistency, friend. Okay. Okay. All right. I really don't like Jolly Ranchers either, which is you'd think I'd like Jolly Ranchers because I like most lollipops, but I don't. Right. Right. Oh. Now, were you were you ever a uh, were you a candy eater at the time? <laughs> a candy eater. <laughs> I, I'm trying to find a better way to right. ask this than one that'll make me sound old as fuck. When okay. you were little, did they yes. have the um, the Jolly Ranchers that were flat? No, I don't. I don't even know that's a thing. Old as fuck. Okay, so <laughs> Jolly Ranchers. Well, wait, let me look at them. Just uh, let me let me Google flat <laughs> Jolly Ranchers just in case I'm forgetting them. Okay, okay. So they yeah. But go ahead. It was an it was uh the standard shape that they came in. The uh, the usual cost, at least in my neighborhood when I was growing up, was ten cents. Oh per yes. Jolly Rancher. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now the problem, I remember, vaguely remember something like this. The problem with those, there was no cr- right way to eat them. Like you couldn't just like crack yeah. a piece off, or else like you know some of the candy was splinter and you'd lose candy that way. You can't just have the whole thing right. hanging out of your mouth because that's nasty. It attracts bugs. It gets gooey after a while, and then you can't save any for later. It's not a now and later. It's a Jolly Rancher. You're dedicated to that piece of glass in your mouth until it's gone. That's yeah, that's it. what I kind of remember, the glassy, mm-hmm. glassiness. Uh, <laughs> not a fan. Not a fan. I just don't, I don't like them that much. I don't know why. Um, but back to the back to the subject at hand here with uh, right. Arturo's so, thing. Yeah. I don't know, so, man. I mean, I, I would have to say I favor grape. I feel like grape is very, like... It's usually a safe flavor. Yeah. Now, what do you get when you get Dum Dums? What's your go-to? Oh man. Are you oh, butterscotch? Oh man. Oh, I, <laughs> I like them all because they they do they have a good flavor uh, library. They've got Dum-Dums. weird flavors too. They do the root beer. It's like yeah. you're not getting a root beer from anybody else. No. Cherry for, actually, you... and I'll say from them, I feel like cherry's not the MVP for them. No. I think butterscotch is the MVP. MVP. I think because there's no other other lollipop like that. Right. You have your pineapple. You have your lemon. You have mm. your lime. They really do have an entire rainbow of flavors from Dum Dums. Yep. But my favorite thing about Dum Dums, and this is something I clearly remember telling you like early on in the show. Okay. Is how they come out with the mystery flavor. Yes. And it's a mixture of two when they're right. changing the vat. Yeah. <laughs> I. I really one thing I really love about Dum Dums actually is how small they are. Yeah. I like that it's not a full size lollipop. I like that you basically would have like two instead of you know one of a Tootsie regular Tootsie Pop. I don't know why I just like that about them. And again, um, this is a bank lollipop. You go to the bank, you're guaranteed to yeah. see some Dum Dums, a safety pop. Why don't they give us lollipops as adults? <laughs> Give me fucking lollipops, Bank of America. What the right. shit? I mean, really, I would respect Bank of America so much if during this pandemic they were like, look, we know you can't visit our physical locations. Here's okay. a couple lollipops because yes. we know this is what you come in for sometimes. Thank you for being a customer. Okay, now, Bank lollipops. Yeah. <laughs> what is the best color? Because you don't have they, – they're not labeled, so it's just color. Yeah, you're right. And that's absolutely why I don't trust green at the bank, because you never know. (gasps) 
Sometimes Yo, it's green. Green is the best one, Matt, because it's always lime. It is. At the bank, you think it is? I swear. I, I remember always being so excited to get green because it was lime, and it was uh, not because I like apple. It's a gamble for me, I tell you. Like I've been, I've been green apple before. Oh, I've only ever gotten lime. I'm glad I didn't you, get flavor fake out. You Ooh. are lucky. You are lucky. You yeah. play, you play that like lollipop lottery, and you win every time. But me, I'm tell you. It's sometimes I walk away sad from that bank and not because of the, uh, the, the numerical amount of my account. No, yeah. because I get a fucking green apple walking out the door. Can you ask for lollipops <laughs> as a adult? Now I'm going to try. <laughs> Absolutely. I think, look, if you have an account at your bank and you got more than a hundred dollars in there, you have every right to oh, walk shit, in there I'm and out. ask. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that that'd be interesting to be like, hey, can I get a lollipop? Straight please? up, yeah. I mean, and if they're if they're a bank worth their salt, they won't even blink. They'll yeah. just you know go. All right, cool. Here you go. What if I put like an ET figure? Oh, like, son of a bitch! I, I don't have an ET figure. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta go and harsh my vibe, man. This is my child. I'm just... This is my child. His name is Edward Theodore. <laughs> <laughs> Edward, Edward Theodore, say hi. No, 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 don't say hi. Don't say hi. Okay. Can we have five lollipops? My son is very hungry. <laughs> you know, he usually stays with his other parents uh, during the yeah. week. But it's a special occasion. I, I'd like my child to have at, at least four, four of your yeah. finest lollipops. Please. I am an adult. He is my child. <laughs> <laughs> that is why I am wearing this trench coat. You see. <laughs> Clearly, I am not two children standing, one standing on the other's shoulders. <laughs> I am an adult. I am an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I have business to conduct. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. So that's a good question, Arturo. I yes. I appreciate it. Um uh yeah, you know, I I I think I have to go with grape, but I also, you know, people that argue, if people want to argue for green apple skittles, I'm going to fight you. Mm-hmm. But but arguing for green apple lollipop, I understand it more. Yeah. Like I do. Now, as we have stated, this rule across the board um, I prefer lime to like basically on every in every category if we're going for a green <laughs> green flavoring. I love lime. Yeah. I love limes. Like so so like whether it's artificial or real limes or whatever, that's what I'm gonna go for. Right. So I would prefer the like lime <laughs> bank lollipop yeah. to a green apple. However, I understand the green apple appeal in lollipop form, but not in Skittle form. And I think that that's mostly because we had good Skittles and then they took them away from us. And that makes me angry. Don't take things from me. (laughs) (laughs) If it's good, don't you take it away from me. Don't take it. Don't Don't. you take it. So, yeah, Arturo, thank you for writing in, man. I don't want to I don't want to yuck your yum, as they say. Look, man. If I don't like sour apple. Blow pops or charms, blow pops. That's the same thing. I don't know why I said that. If I don't like them, that's good news for you because that means that there are more in the world for you to enjoy. So true. Enjoy. True. <laughs> yeah, and I was, I was, I saw the uh, when I was getting candies, I saw the the caramel 
covered green apple ones. Mm. And I remember liking those when I was a kid because you get them at Halloween. And I was like, oh, I'd like to try one of those again. But it was just a giant bag. And I was like, I'm not buying a big ass bag of this. Like, no. that, that, and horribly. That's a commitment. You can't just, yeah, you can't go oh, all I in want like the, that. I want the loose candies. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try different ones again. But they don't, like you said, it's gas station only. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, um, speaking of candy, I was in a certain state of mind over the weekend. Yes. And I needed some candy, but I didn't know what type of candy. By the way, I ended up getting Werther's. That's what I ended up getting. Yeah. Like, <laughs> old lady. I didn't, I never answered that. What an arc. I, I did. I got Werther's. They were buy one, get one free. That made me very happy because I'm old and I'm cheap, guys. Hey. Sometimes you need a good butterscotch. It's okay. You know, it's a solid candy choice. You get just that keep butterscotch. that in your cheek. Butterscotch is always good. Mm-hmm. What, like I'm saying, dum-dums, Werther's. All of it. Continue, Matt. Love it. You needed candy too. We're in a candy mood. Right. Continue. So the other night, I was in a certain state of mind, and I needed some candy. Um, there's a delivery service in my area. I don't know if you have it by you. GoPuff. Do they advertise by you? No. So, Not advertise, but they might be around. Okay. So it's just one of those apps where you place an order for different snack foods and that sort of thing. Specifically snack foods, though, <clears throat> and some staples for your home. Uh, just in case, you know. Is you're... an entire turkey leg considered <laughs> asking for a friend? I need one matchstick, please. Yes. <laughs> just one. So I ended up ordering a variety of things because I needed a certain consistency. I know I knew it had to be fruity, but I didn't know what I wanted. So I got a variety of different fruit snacks. I got Nerds. I got uh, I got some Smarties. I got um. Sweet tarts. Yeah. I got some jelly beans. But one of the things Ugh. that I got that Trashed. surprised me, I got some uh, sugar-free Swedish fish uh, from this company called Smart Sweets. And I did not anticipate enjoying them as much as I did. They are good. I want to try them. Yeah. Like three grams of sugar. I'm worried about those. Have you, we've, t- I know we've talked about this on the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the, the, uh, gummy bears that were sugar free, yeah. the Amazon reviews. Yeah. So I'm always weary of sugar free stuff because they put weird things in them. Right. You know, mm-hmm. traditionally. Like, um, there's, there's this stuff called inulin or maltitol that they put in there. And that's the that's the stuff that gives you you know the uh, the grumpy tummy. So, sure. um, yeah, Smart Sweet doesn't have anything like that, and it, they're a, a company out of the UK. It's women owned. Oh. And the more I found out about it, the more I really liked what I knew, what I learned about this company. But what's funny is is I started sharing this information on Twitter today because I ate the rest of them today, and uh-huh. uh, a lot of people were chiming in with questions and comments about it. A lot of folks enjoy it as well. But one of the people that chimed in was this other candy group called Project 7. Mm. <laughs> Just to remind us, like, hey, we're available at Target, too. And apparently they also are of that same vein. Low sugar, low carbs, um, plant-based, nothing artificial, that sort of thing. But, right. you know, they were like, hey, we're at Target, too. And I'm like, all right, cool, bet. Why don't you send us some samples 
and we'll let yeah. you know if you taste as good as this other brand that we were just like raving about. And they were like, all right, bet we'll send you some. So we got that coming. So stand, stay, <laughs> stay tuned for that. We got some I'm Project very 7. I'm for this. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> good job. So at least, at the very least, shout out to them for putting their money where their mouth is and being like, you know what? We got you. You know? Yeah, I dig that. I yeah. like the, the bet involved with it. Exactly. Put your, put your product where your mouth is kind of thing. You know? <laughs> Ideally, that's what, that's what you want. Yeah. 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 What kind of, uh, so are you, you think you're going to get more Swedish fish? I hope so. But I know they yeah. got, they got all kinds of stuff. They got like, you know, the sour roast, the gummy bears. Um, yeah. I was never a Swedish fish gal. I was, I was gummy bears, sour worms, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like Swedish fish more until I started getting like dental work done. Now it's kind of like a whole thing. But they yeah, have I don't like, eat I don't eat gummies as much as I used to because of that. Yeah. They fuck me up. They've got a whole line of gourmet gum. I see they have like sweet and spicy chewy gummies. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what they have. I'm excited what I'm excited to see what they're gonna send out because who knows? We might be like you know the test subjects for something. So yeah. Ooh, that <laughs> would be fun. Yes, it would. And on brand. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah. Ultimately, that was a good discovery. That still wasn't the consistency I was looking for, though. I don't know what it right. was. Like, I never found that just the proper, like, give. I'm going to guess it was weed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lex. <laughs> <laughs> so, never mind. Never mind. Um, <laughs> so Thanksgiving's this week. You know, yeah, we were kind of talking about that before, too. You know, uh, yeah. D and I are keeping it super local. Normally, we're doing the marathon, running from place to place and checking in with family and stuff like that. This year, uh, keeping it local to the home and yeah, going to be calling folks and that sort of thing, too. Some stuff, um, you know, I don't want to bring it down too much. Some stuff went on with my dad uh, that I haven't really been talking about on the show because it's a lot to process, honestly. Yeah. And uh, we found out that, um, okay, so long story short, I'm going to do you guys like he does me. And I'm going <laughs> to start the story with, he's okay. Right. <laughs> Everybody's okay. Um, he and his wife tested positive for COVID, I want to say, like, middle of October. Yeah, uh, yeah, about a month so, ago. So, yeah. Uh, fortunately, they were both asymptomatic. Uh, so they quarantined at home and, um, they, they live in the same, uh, apartment, uh, complex as like my aunt and my grandmother. So they had plenty of people around to check in on them, knock on the door, see how they were doing. If anything, you know, went down, they could have, you know, intervened, that sort of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. they also utilized delivery services like Instacart. And DoorDash, um, I don't think they were using GoPuff, but uh, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. just making sure that you know the delivery people would leave the stuff there and then walk away. They were making sure no one interacted with them at all. Uh, right. So of course the two weeks were up, and uh, they went and got tested again. Found out they were in the clear. Uh, my dad, for a long time, has been having issues uh, with his kidney. Uh, and mm-hmm. he's been having liver issues as well. So what's interesting is the way he found out about this. Uh, when I went to um, L.A. last year, 
Right. Maybe the day before that, he got in a car accident. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And I, I don't know if I talked about that on here, but I'll give a short recap uh, as a, important to the story. So he got in a, a head-on collision uh, with a, a funeral procession. Uh, somebody had dipped out of the procession and got into the wrong lane and that hit him square on. What's amazing about this is much like the movie Unbreakable, he walked away without a scratch. Yeah. Um, they had to cut him out of the car, but he walked away 100% without a scratch. When they took him to the hospital, however, they started doing tests on him and they found out about those kidney issues that I mentioned. So this whole journey starts over a year ago. So all this time they've been doing tests on him. They've been prescribing medication and it finally got to the point where they said, okay, we're going to have to give you a kidney transplant. We're going to have to give you a liver transplant as well. And as it turned out, because, uh, you know, of the COVID uh, situation, um, when they admitted him into the hospital, uh, you know, to, to give him the test and everything like that, they had to keep him there for almost a month. And he had right. no human interaction. Only doctors and nurses and, and medical professionals in hazmat suits could come into the room. So, you know, he's without his wife. His wife is fine. Everything's cool with her. And you know, I assumed he was in the hospital. I didn't realize that he was still asymptomatic. I thought he was in the hospital because he had symptoms. Right. Thankfully, no. That's but, good. At least. I mean, yeah. it sucks. But yeah. But what was fortunate about that situation was is that, you know, the medical team decided they made the decision that they didn't want him coming back and forth in and out of the hospital. And so when they right. found out that this this uh, kidney situation was more urgent than they thought, they had him on site. So they, he was in the right place. Right. So if if something happened with the COVID yeah. or with a kidney or with his liver, he was in the right place. He was at the hospital. So that's a blessing, you know. Yeah. If, if you look at it from a certain point of view, it's a blessing. And ultimately, they, they, they let him out once everything was clear. And they said, okay, we're going to give you a call as they do when uh, they find the right donor. So what's weird is now <clears throat> we're at a point where uh, they don't know how to move forward. And I'm skipping some of the details because it's very complicated. But... They yeah. don't know how to how to proceed going forward because you have such wild cards in the situation as uh, people who donate these organs may test positive for COVID. Um, he right. tested positive for COVID again somehow just two days ago, still asymptomatic after getting right. three negative tests in a row. And lastly, just access to the hospital in general, you know, like it, it just adds an extra layer of scrutiny <laughs> to everything that goes on. So right now we're just kind of in a holding pattern. He's doing okay. Right. Nothing's going to happen immediately, but yeah, this is, is he, so he's not in the hospital right now. Not though. anymore. No. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. But it's, it's just such a unique situation right. that they don't know. <laughs> they don't know what to do. They know what has to be done, but they don't know how to move forward. So Counting down for I, that uh, for that vaccine. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh hell yeah. Yeah. Um. So. I, I mean, okay. This is this is a stupid question, and you might not even be able to answer it. But I am genuinely curious if you do happen to know the answer. He has COVID. He and donor has COVID. Right. Why can't they still just give him that? That's a good question. 
I don't know. And they don't know. I mean, honestly, the way that because they I, must be worried that it's like a we, might weaken the art uh, the artery, uh, um, the the immune system. Mo- mostly, yeah. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but yeah, that that was brought into the conversation as well. Like everybody who has a compromised immune system, because right. even though they may seem asymptomatic, we don't know what's going on internally 100. Gotcha. percent So yeah, yeah, jeez. This so, shit yeah. is a mess. Yeah. If you are uh, a person who prays, you know, send one the way of my dad. Appreciate that. Yeah. He's um he's going to be all right. I mean, at, in a normal situation, these procedures where they replace a kidney or a liver, he's he's a, a prime candidate for this sort of thing. Okay. Um, it's just that motherfucking COVID. That's the only thing. I know. Fucked <laughs> up know? everything. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, his doctor seemed very optimistic about it. I spoke to them as well. And, um, you know, it's just okay. about keeping him in good spirits right now. What right. really fucking sucks is I can't give my dad a hug because I, I want to. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanksgiving, everybody. I can't imagine uh, being in that particular situation that you're in and it sucks. And I know, you know, you're dealing with it. So many families are dealing with it. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah. <clears throat> and my heart goes out to everybody. I mean, Oh yeah. In the yeah. grand scheme of things, you know, we're, we're very lucky. We're in a very unique situation in my family right now because I had it. D had it. My dad had it. His wife had it. And we're all, for the most part, okay as far as COVID is concerned. Right. You know? Um, and his other health issues, I mean, these are things that can and will be addressed. And what's great right. about kidney transplants, once you get a new kidney, it's like you're starting over, basically. Hmm. That's you know? great. Yeah. I mean, that's that's <laughs> it's an amazing thing. It's an amazing situation. Once you get a new kidney... It's like basically getting a new lease on life. Hmm. So, like I said, yeah, his doctors are very optimistic about the whole thing. So I'm, I'm, I was glad to hear that as well. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <sighs> so like I started it, I the mean, story, everybody's okay. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's, I think, it, you know, you've been kind of holding that back for a while now. I have been. Uh, dealing I, with that. I have. And I apologize to anybody if I've seemed a little Ooh. quiet or off. Or no, a little distracted. You, you, you have every right to privacy, especially while things are still being figured out. But for, even if they weren't figured out, or I'm sorry, even if they were figured out and you still didn't want to talk about it, like I told you, you know, I was messaging you about it. You were saying, oh, I'm going to talk about it. And I was like, you don't have to, right. you know, you and have every right that. not to. Yeah. And everyone listening respects that. I do appreciate that. And the other the other side of that coin, too, is I know a lot of people care about me. And they Definitely. they do want to know what's going on in my life. And a lot of people love my dad, too. I mean. <laughs> yeah. He's a good man. He is. I've met him. Yeah. And, he, you know, my dad loves you, too. Like, everybody yeah. everybody that year at C2E2 is a fan of my dad. <laughs> yeah. He just, he, like, he just comes across as, like, a good dude, you yeah. know? Yeah. He's a good storyteller. Like uh, I briefly met his wife as well. She's also kind. That's right. And and it's it's so funny. Um D made an observation the other day. She's like, you know, you're a storyteller, but your dad is like that old storyteller. He's like the one that 
really gets into the lore of everything. He can make oh yes a two minute story like three hours and still have you captivated. You know. <laughs> oh yes, I know. M- one of my best friends is that person as well. Mm. That is Ryan Guy of Turtle Soup. <laughs> he is that that person. He can weave a tale. That Ryan Guy. Shout out to Turtle Soup. <laughs> Shout out to Turtle Soup. Yeah. I have never had a a casual meetup with Ryan Guy. And really? it's always been like at least an hour, if not more. <laughs> yes. We've been doing outdoor I think I've talked about this on the show, if not just to you. We've been doing safe outdoor social hangs mm-hmm. sort sort of thing. So we meet up at a, a park that's basically like in between both of our houses. We live right basically right next to each other. And, um, or right down the street from each other. And then we just hang out outside, do it at night when it's like, it's a little bit cooler out and, you know, keep that distance between us. Yep. Yep. And, uh, it's been helpful, but yeah, but like when we do those, those meetups, we've done uh, a couple times now, it's like three hours at least, (laughs) at least. It's a summit. It's not even a meetup. It is. (laughs) And that's good. You know, it's good to have somebody in your life that you can just almost uh, defragment your mind around, you know, Absolutely. someone who genuinely cares about you, somebody who wants to make sure that you're doing OK, someone who you can divulge personal details to without worrying about any type of like scorn or, you know, shunning. Yeah, yeah. I, I view best friend status is a tier not just one person kind of thing you Mm -hmm. have multiple best friends so you know it's you ryan and my cousin allison are like the three that i i would go to for such things or just you know fuck around with yeah (laughs) (laughs) so speaking of covid and everything y'all are gonna have to if one one day uh hopefully i will get married and then you guys will just have to have an epic duel ah. to see who can be the me- bestest bench <laughs> old school duel that's dope or four i don't know i challenge you to a game of crossfire crossfire <laughs> yeah <laughs> man so i know i have a very ominous note on the 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 note list this week mm-hmm. all rise Ooh, on cbs is, is mask city so what is that? I don't know if you've seen any like dramas or any TV show that has been produced, uh, you know, post uh, COVID or I in, have. in this, this COVID era. OK, so yeah. how was how are they handling it on This Is Us? Uh, they acknowledge that the virus is real. OK. In the present story, not in the past story, obviously. <laughs> and uh, they, they they haven't shown the future story. So uh I'm assuming that is hopefully not a thing as well. Uh, in the present story, they'll have characters meet up and they'll stay outside or they'll be wearing masks okay. or whatever. They talk about, oh, we got tested a couple days ago or what, you know, like they acknowledge that it's very real. Yeah. Um, and uh, like one of the characters, for example, uh, is pregnant. So they like acknowledge that it's fucking weird to like go to a doctor's office and deal with that. So yeah. it's, yeah, like, the, like it, it's, it's not mask. You describe as mask city. I would not describe the show as mask city, but they do wear masks like occasionally. Mm-hmm. Most of the time they just kind of, you could tell they're kind of keeping the actors at a little bit of a distance or they're, they're working around it. Mm-hmm, 
Um, I do feel, I feel it in the writing though. I feel like they're, they have limitations and it sucks. Yeah, it does. Especially if you have two people in a, in a will they, won't they situation. And it's like, oh my God, are they going to kiss? And the answer this season is no, they're not. No, they have. Oh, oh, multiple, multiple characters have had these types of interactions on This Is Us. Mostly, uh, Mila Ventimiglia and, um, and uh, Mandy, Mandy Moore. Moore's characters. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. sure they're testing heavily during all this, too. Right. Yeah. She, they are testing heavily, and she's pregnant in real life. Wow. So hopefully he's he is taking it just as seriously. I mean, I know that a lot of these actors have got to be under strict contract. Yeah. So, like, uh, if you fuck up, you're, you're in deep shit. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I personally, I would be contacting lawyers going, can we find them? Like, if they violate these rules that we set out, you know, how do we make it where they do not want this? Because <laughs> that's what they do in, like, the NFL and shit. Like, when you break rules, you get fined. That's right. I would want to do the same thing. So, that's interesting that they're doing it that way on This Is Us. This show called All Rise on CBS is like a court procedural. Gotcha. And I was, I don't know, something was, was about to start up. I don't know. I think we were about to watch The Voice or something like that on, on live TV. And we had about 10 minutes to spare. And so I was just doing something I hadn't done in a long time. I started channel surfing, and I got to CBS. And this show, it happens in a courtroom. But let me tell you, every single person who was on camera had on either a mask or a straight-up, like, plastic face shield. They weren't taking any chances. <sighs> One of the characters on this show is pregnant as well, the judge. I would rather them not make it. Like, I'm sorry. I would it's rather so them not make these shows. Yeah. Than ha- like, I, I was... I, um, I was... Because ta- my dad... I watched This Is Us with my dad. Okay. It's a family show that I just read. Like, I love talking to him about this show. Yeah. So it's, it, I know that sounds corny, but like, I really do love watching the show with him. And I was like, you know, when I go back and rewatch This Is Us, I'm going to skip these episodes because I don't want to relive this. Well, and this I is, wish that yeah. they could just not address it, but they, I understand that they deal with life and they kind of have to. Well, this is us. I can understand not wanting to have that as part of the story. Uh, traditionally, yeah. though, these courtroom dramas and these cop dramas, they have the ripped from the headlines thing where they're always yes. advertised. So this episode yes. in particular was addressing Black Lives Matter and it was talking about, you know, COVID-19, of course. But, you know, in addition to those masks and what was really distracting to me. <laughs> OK, first of all, kudos to them for keeping it safe. I understand that, you know, people have hey, I'm livelihoods. Gonna... I'm of two minds about it. You know, like you said, yeah, it is super distracting and it's something we don't want to revisit. But on the other hand, if they have to do it, I'm glad they're being so careful. So in addition to the masks, they had like tiny, like clear cubicles for every every single section of the courtroom. The bench had a clear cubicle around it. The, uh, I want. I gotta look this up. This yeah. is amazing. Like I, I put now a they link. have those types of cubicles. Mandy Moore was uh, posting about this on social media. They do have those types of cubicles on the set of This Is Us for the actors when they arrive. Okay. And I know that on the Goldbergs they have um, the the mother from the Goldbergs, um, uh, Wendy 
I can't remember her last name. I follow her on Instagram, and she was posting when they first went back because they're filming as well. Mm -hmm. I haven't caught up on this new season, so I don't know what it feels like in the new season. But um, they're filming at the moment, and they have, like, specific trash bins for, like, this is where you put your clothes after you're done with them. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, they have spe- they've made um, I know Sophia Bush just started filming some stuff again, too. Um, and like I'm very fascinated by this. So sometimes I even look up people that I'm not necessarily following because I'm just curious how this process is. But Sophia Bush, I stand. So <laughs> <laughs> um, she had like this weird face mask that allowed her- it to not mess with her hair and her makeup. So they've now developed like wow. we have completely adapted as humans. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like a fishbowl. It's like, fucking click on, weird. Click on that link that I put underneath that in the notes. You'll okay. see like a lot of these characters, the masks that they have on, if it's not black, in a lot of cases it like matches the outfit they have on. There was one woman oh. in particular, oh man, like it is just such a fashion look now. Yeah, there's a woman that has on, like, a plaid blazer, and then she has on oh, the same yeah. material for the mask. It's like, okay. If I, I was rich, I would totally be doing that <laughs> you shit. You coordinate the mask game, yes. I already am, like, I kind of want a pink mask to yeah. go with my shoes, because yeah. I, bought, I bought new shoes. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm like, I'm that bitch. <laughs> and I'm okay with it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my favorite mask that I have is the Coco oh, Beware. Saved one. by the Bell season one is now streaming on Peacock. Okay, okay. Oh boy, are you excited about that? We've already talked about this, and I am questionable about it. But we're gonna watch at least a couple episodes for the show, I assume. Yeah, yeah. Of course, we gotta let people know. We gotta let yeah. people know. We, people we probably had Dion an episode too, because that's her 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 jam and jelly. We gotta get her on. Oh. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I want someone who's very enthusiastic about it to come Absolutely. talk about it. I might, hell, I might sit that one out. No, I'm playing. I'll be on. <laughs> you fucking better not. <laughs> it's Lex and Matt, not Lex and. Dat. Perfect, perfect, perfect. That's your couple name, Dat. Dat. I should. I should. <laughs> um, Wonder Woman. We got some good Wait. news. What? Uh, breaking news, or I'm just seeing this. Uh-oh. Trump just pardoned Michael Flynn. Yeah, that's been a few hours. He's already Fuck. tweeting. He's already fucking tweeting, and he's saying, like, my favorite tweet that he put out so far is saying something like, you know, we've got to lock up those, uh, those, um, you know, American individuals who are being dishonest. Like, you were an American citizen being dishonest. You got locked up for lying. To the fucking FBI. Yeah, I and just y- didn't see this. Holy shit. Yeah. N- you know what? More pardons are going to come. He's going to be pardoning everyone, basically. <laughs> I'm sure. It, I heard he was uh, asking about uh, pardoning himself. Yeah. Which uh, absolutely. Is just psychotic. And then some, some rags are, are saying that, oh, you know. I, I will say this, though. If we get away with him just pardoning people on his way out while being a shit, that's probably our best case scenario. I was hoping that this recount thing it. would distract him longer. Like, you know, as, as long oh, as yeah. it doesn't impede, uh, you know, President elect Biden from doing his job. Let him, Which he already has. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Like, you know, he's still got the loyalists out there and people saying, oh, I'm doing my job. No, motherfucker, you're not. This man is the president-elect 
And you're going to complain when he's not able to do his job when he comes in, and it's going to be because he was being stifled by the former administration being a dickbag. But right, I digress. Uh, yeah. So the that problem is, out of jail. is that the the recounts cost money. Um, right. Depends on the situation. If the margin, like, so the Georgia recount, both recounts now uh, are the taxpayers are paying for that. Man, so, not the other ones. Uh, the ones that he requested, he had to pay for. But the Georgia taxpayers are paying for that one because the margin of error is small, is like half a half percentage point, mm. um, which means that legally they can request a recount without having to pay for the recount um, twice, I think, and then it's done. Which so that's basically he's he's exhausted that. Yeah, yeah, he's wasting our resources as as taxpaying Americans. I mean, he's done it for four years. Why the fuck wouldn't he do it on the way out? We still don't have another stimulus package. We still we have. He's bragging about how mm. the Dow Jones is. Oh yeah, breaking records, and we have people lined mm. up for food at food banks right now. Oh, I. I can't even get I, I, I you know, it's not a story that I can tell, but because it's not mine, but a friend talking to me about consoling someone who's losing everything. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, just it's just it's fucking heartbreaking. It's ridiculous that Congress hasn't done anything. That's I'm like, where mean. is the fucking guillotine? Exactly. Like, okay, don't take this seriously, FBI or NSA or whatever the fuck. But seriously, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, this is ridiculous. And and I've I just got into an argument the other day about universal health care. Not an argument, a discussion. It really wasn't an argument. We were just having a discussion. But like, it was like you know, well, nothing's free. And I was like, well, healthcare should be free, was was what I was saying. And then the response is like, right, but nothing in this world is free. I'm like, no, okay. <sighs> Clearly, I don't expect it to be free. You have to pay nurses. You have to pay doctors. You have to, you know, upkeep the hospital. You have to pay janitors. You right. have, like, you, of course, you have to have supplies. Of course, it's not free. But we have, like, all of this taxpayer money. Why are we not allocating that towards health resources? And in other countries, they have things like bidding wars that force these corporations to bid on packages to, like, be the one who supplies the gauze for the hospital or whatever mm -hmm. the fuck. Mm -hmm. It makes the market mm -hmm. more competitive, and it, it allows the government to cap them from, like, to put caps on these ridiculous prices – you know, I have my cousins who have recently had children talking about how they've paid or are paying thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars to have a baby. And that is with insurance. That's crazy, especially yeah. given how pro-life, you know, certain parties are, you know, all, all this all this liability they'll put on you as long right. as you don't do what they say not to do. And, you know. It's it's so depressing when you think about it. <clears throat> People talking about taking handouts and how that's not the American way. You need to pull yourself up by your fucking bootstraps. What we're doing as Americans is we're paying taxes in order to invest in our future, in order to save for a rainy day. The government has that money and they're fucking putting it in each other's pockets without helping us out of this fucking situation. I mean, and it's not well, even they're unheard and they're, of. And they're buying fucking aircraft carriers that we don't need and oh god fucking double just yachts spending, yeah 
Yeah. You know? And it's not even something that's unheard of in other countries. Of course, people rave right. about the healthcare in Canada. And I just read today that Scotland made feminine hygiene products free for Scottish citizens. Yes. Absolutely. And even that should be in quotation marks. It's not free. This is what they're paying taxes for. For free. for the human. It's your fucking money. That's yeah. what I always want. Like the, I, I I really people hate taxes so much, especially right. in America. And I, I don't know if it's the same in other countries. I mean I'm I know to a degree that it is, but people hate taxes so much and I'm like, it's your <laughs> fucking money. They're they're using like they should be using it to fix the potholes in the roads. Right. They should be using it to build an infrastructure. They should be using it to make sure that your kid never goes hungry. Like, this is, like, it's it's about giving a shit about each other and building a true nation and community. Yeah. That's what it's about. And if you think it's just them, they just want your money, They're just, government just wants your money, well, guess what? Demand that they do the right things with it. Hold them accountable. They Absolutely. work for you, fuckers. Yeah. Let them know. Bring out the guillotine. <laughs> don't do that. But do that. Now, but don't he, do that. If he wants a fucking but... <laughs> tan so badly, eat him into the fucking sun. That's what I say. Yeah, vote them the fuck out. Even if you're in a red state, guys, look at what just happened in Georgia. You can do this shit. Yep. We can, but it requires all of us to work together, and we have to work against them. It's really fucking difficult. It is. But we have to follow people like Stacey Abrams and stuff who understand their area. There's got to be someone in every area that can be this type of person, that can be a leader like that. Right. She's not the only one, obviously. It's not solely on her um, for that particular project. But she is, you know, a face for this type of thing. Exactly. You know, I mean, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting observation to make. You look at all the work that black women are doing in this election and the previous election and the election before that, they bear the brunt of so much abuse in this country from Everything. women, from men, from yeah, people all up and down the scale. But look, these are the women that are working hard to make sure we just get a fair shake. Yep. That's it. You know, and God bless Stacey Abrams, man. I, I'm I'm such a fan of hers. <clears throat> I hope we hear a lot more from her for a we long We need time. more black women leading across the board. Right. I mean, we've got plenty of them. They just need to let them do their fucking job. Absolutely. But also more. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I want more. Like, like <laughs> let's let it, let us elect more on local levels. Yeah. Let's eat. Let's fucking go. Like that. That is my mentality with it. I'm like, OK, let, this is this is like life goals now. Let's just keep, you know, getting women in positions of power, first of all, but definitely women of color. Lift them up. That's right. Not Kim Clasey. Specifically but, black women, too. Yeah, like, Stacey Abrams. Uh, you know, women who are working for the greater good. Awesome. Not Kim Clasey, though. No, no, no. Stacey Abrams is going to run for office again, clearly. Yeah, yeah. Hoping she gets the, the governor. Like, I, I, I think she'd be a great governor. That's her goal. And, and people are already, uh, you know, trying to whisper in her ear, like, hey, you know, that presidential election's coming up. I Eventually. See, I, I, I want her to... To get a little bit more experience in like a governor, Senate seat, House seat, something like that, and yeah. then move into that. When people were talking about her being VP, I was like, but like, I, 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 
I preferred Kamala. And I realize that's a controversial thing to say. But based on Kamala's experience, I just felt like she was a better fit. Kamala, yeah. For this position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Did I, did I, sorry, did I mispronounce her name? I do it all the time. But yeah, it's Kamala. Is it Kamala? Mm-hmm. I said Kamala, didn't I? Yes, did. I fucked it up. It's fucked Kamala. up because there was a, I, I think, yeah, we, we discussed it. There was a wrestler that passed away the same week that she got the nomination named Kamala. And yeah, it was very confusing in the news for a couple days there. Yeah. Um, Thank you for correcting me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I know you want to say it right. I know you do. So I, I definitely just, do. And little, I definitely want you to call me out on that. Little when nudgy I, nudge, yeah. you know, same. I probably heard reporters saying it wrong or something. I'm sure. You probably heard Joe Biden say it incorrectly, too, because he keeps fucking <laughs> it up, too. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah. look, everybody. It's still okay to criticize our guy. All right? Call him the it's fuck out. Fine. Look, I just I just faced being called out, and guess what? Oh, okay. I will work my best to correct this. And if I fuck it up again, call me out again, guys. Yeah. Guys. This is how human beings operate. This is how functional humans operate. You don't lie yeah. about it. You don't try to bury it. You just correct it and move on. I mean, I'm currently pouring dirt over myself to, like, bury something. But, like, no, I guess I shouldn't bury it. What? <laughs> <laughs> this is not a weird path, but I don't know. So some interesting uh, books came out this week. Uh, Michael J. Fox wrote another autobiography. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Have you have you checked out any of uh, Michael J. Fox's other books? I know he's written no, a few. I have a hard time with, like... Especially people you admire, but like them being sick. Yeah. Not being upsetting. Mm-hmm. He did a great yeah. um he did a great interview with Marin recently. Like I love oh, his yeah, spirit. Oh yeah, I mean in to listen to that. Yeah. I love his spirit and he's such a storyteller too. Like he he understands his limitations. He understands like there's only a certain amount of time he can like go uh before he needs to pause and kind of reset. And he Tell some great stories to, to Mark Marin. So it's a good episode to check out. It made me pick up his book. I want to I want to read that and see what's going on in there because he made a lot of interesting points. Um, I don't know if you were a fan of Ready Player One. The first. I wasn't. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I tried. Yeah. And I couldn't get into it. It was not for everybody. And yeah. I think a big part of what helped me enjoy it was Will Wheaton doing the narration because he's a good audio book Oh, that's guy. fair. Yeah. 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 So I, I, I got the narrator can make a difference. Very true. Uh, so I picked up the sequel. He narrated uh, Ready Player Two. So I'm checking that out now. Um, oh, yeah. Bradley was talking about that. Of yeah. Scary Best. And then another book came out that kind of escapes me right now. But other than <clears throat> Oh, President Obama's book. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. That fucking book, man. Did yeah. you see how expensive it is? How expensive is it? The hardcover. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I need to I need to look it up because I need to get it right. To the Amazon. Yeah. Now I, I'm talking about MSRP. Yeah. Okay. This is the, I, I was gonna say it, but I wanted to make sure first. It's forty five dollars. That's ironic, but also way too I, much money. I, <laughs> yes, I, I understand the price point is haha funny. Yeah. Why are hardcovers this fucking expensive, guys? It's ridiculous. This is not right. It better come with a flipping autograph from Mr. Obama. Uh. Even his wife's book was thirty-two fifty. Right. 
I, how is it more than $30? I mean, it's in high demand. I don't know how they set the any, prices. No, but that's the MSRP, though. Like, yeah. that's fucking... I, I don't know. I, I just don't... I, I have a I lot of problems with the way books are done nowadays. Same. I think that they're too expensive overall, even paperbacks. Like, I can understand if hardcovers were that price because they're more limited... And like, but then, you know, every paperback was like $10 or less. I don't know. Whatever. It's about to get worse. You're just ruining bookstores forever because people are going to buy the digital versions. I hate it. Not only that, but when you can get the Audible version for one credit with the subscription and every book is charged the exact same price, you're not going to get a lot of people who are investing in the hardcover market. I, I think... Unfortunately, and I know people have been saying this for years, ever since, you know, Kindles and everything uh, became big. Uh, people have been saying that the, the printed book is going away. I really think, except outside of the collectors, outside of people who are just like super set on having that that first edition, I really think we're in an era where it just makes more sense to just have digital. Now, we're going to have to fight for those yeah. rights. We're going to have to fight for ownership of that digital content because right you now. You just don't want digital, man. I know. Like, because for me. It sucks. I want my bunker life. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like, it would be great if you could buy, and you can do this. I mean, there there's certain ways to procure uh, a digital copy of a book that you actually do own. Uh, but as it stands now, you're buying a license for a book. And I encountered a problem with this when I I had a situation where I like upgraded phones one year and I didn't like the one that I got, so I bought that back and got another one instead. I tried to download a Kindle book onto the the new phone that I got, and it told me that I had downloaded it to too many devices, which yeah. is like, okay, now what? So I can't access these other devices because they're all either broken or given away or something. Right. What do I do? And I ended up just having to like return, quote unquote, return the book because I couldn't get at it anymore. <laughs> but um, so dumb. I was I was chiming in to say it's about to get worse because today mm-hmm. we we heard that Penguin Random House is buying Simon and Schuster. For Schuster, yes. Schuster, see, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> not good. Definitely not good. Not good. That this is happening. And, you know, if you want to get a real vibe for that, check out all your author friends and, and people you follow on Twitter. No Freaking. one likes this decision. No. <laughs> like, they're all it's like, oh, good. shit, these deals it's are about to publishing, suck. Which right. is already, you know, suffering. Ugh. Right. I guess I should just work on screenplays now. <laughs> screenplays are where it's at. According to, uh, <laughs> according to various uh, media I've watched, you can get a million dollars for the right script. So, yeah. Oh, whatever. Uh-huh. Sure. Okay. Ah. <laughs> well, I, I yeah. in reality, um, you know, being like a script doctor like a Carrie Fisher, now that sounds entertaining to me. That's something I'd like to pursue. That'd be kind yeah, of Yeah, cool. I am I am getting back into screenwriting right now. Uh because I don't fucking understand books. <laughs> like, I don't understand the industry. What are these books? <laughs> well, I know that. I'm, I'm not completely ruling it out, and I still have a work in progress that is sitting there and stuff. But, like, I'm just like, maybe I should just try screenplays for a while again. Mm. I don't know. I never tried to sell my, my old ones. I always wanted to make them. Um, but now I'm, like, going in with the mindset of, like, I will just sell this. 
and not be a director, not not pursue that. Not because I don't want to, but because, you know, the dreams that you have at 19, 18, whatever, change down the line. Yeah. Uh, when I was that age, I didn't want kids. I didn't want to get married. I didn't want any of this stuff that I want now. So now I'm like, I don't want to be in like, uh, in a position of like not being near my family or whatever. Like, I don't want a job that travels a lot. I don't want the, you know, whatever. You just change your criteria. So, yeah. uh, yeah. So I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I care about directing as much as I used to. If the opportunity came up, I probably would, you know, but, uh, I, I'm more of like, okay, if I could just write, I think I'd be okay. But, nah, we'll see. Maybe I'll fail at all of it. Fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> I care. And you know what? I think you, it, it might be working your way up to that. Yeah. I think that might, um, cause you know, you hear about that a lot. Obviously, oh, I, yeah, you absolutely. write a script, it's your vision. Eventually, they're gonna realize, let's just let her drive. Fuck, you know, she knows what she wants to see on the screen. Make it happen, you know? Yeah, depends. Um, and there's different ways to get things. You know, there are people that sell books and then they, what, uh, the guy who wrote The Perks of Being a Wallflower, he's one of my favorite stories. Um, same with Alex Garland, who wrote Ex Machina and all that. Mm-hmm. He, uh, both of those guys started in books and then they got books adapted. Uh, and then in the case of Perks of Being a Wallflower, he just straight up adapted it himself. Wow. Like he directed his adaptation of his book. It was around for like a decade before that's, he adapted it. That's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. See, I love that sort of story. And I Al- love hearing Alex that story. Garland, and Alex Garland wrote The Beach. You remember that movie? Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. He wrote The Beach, and then he wrote a couple other books, and then he started getting into the screenplays and uh, writing screenplays and stuff, and then he ended up doing Ex Machina. Now he's a director and writer. I mean, that's really cool. And yeah, interesting. You hear about stories all the time, how actors will be on the set and they pick up certain things over time. And mm-hmm. they ask to direct an episode and they allow them to. It's like usually one yep. of those blow-off sort of episodes. Um, <clears throat> in anime, a lot of times they'll have the characters play a game of baseball or something like that, oddly enough. Uh, right. But those seem to be like throwaway episodes, so I just call it the baseball episode usually. <laughs> anyway, uh, sometimes you strike gold. I mean, even on the in, in the Mandalorian, Carl, Carl Weathers uh, directed this most recent episode. I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, I mean, that's great though. There's a lot of good stuff. I, I always <laughs> thought that Tom Welling from Smallville would end up becoming a director. Right, because he directed like, a lot of Smallville near the did. end. He right? did. He got yeah. really into it. Yeah, he seemed really into directing. Um, but he's doing another TV show now, apparently. So. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he was on Lucifer for a while as well. He was good on there. Right. I think know. he has like a lead now again. Oh, cool. Good uh, for him, man. Uh, I mean, he's he's yeah. he's a TV guy. He's got that TV type of like swagger to him. So yeah, more yeah. power to him. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, he's got enough money he can do whatever the fuck he wants and not have to worry about it. Yeah. Lord knows, put in his time. That is true. I feel like he does. I feel like it's just. One of those things where you want to he just keep on moving. He hasn't worked for quite a while, so yeah, I think he does. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think he's okay. <laughs> he's over I there. I bet he's worth, like, about $10 million, somewhere in that range. Man, good for him. Yeah. It's that, uh, you know, cheaper by the dozen money, you know. 
<laughs> no, no, it's, paid, all, it's all the Smallville last couple of years contract negotiations because he probably wasn't making shit the first couple of years. Yeah, I would guess the first like five years he wasn't making he was making more money than he had ever made before in his life. Mm-hmm. But in the context of can I live off of this forever if I never get work again? No, <laughs> not really. Like that's why Rosenbaum kind of talks about shit. Like he's like he 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 talks like he doesn't have a lot of money. The yeah. truth is, if Rosenbaum would have stayed around for Smallville to the bitter end, he probably would have made a lot more money. Yeah, he was second on the call sheet, after yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. Hell yeah. They would have paid millions of dollars to both of them. Even with their small-ass CW budget, they would have found a way. They found a way to shoehorn him into episodes that should not have involved him at all. And it was just so you could have that scene. And you know the scene Stephen I'm talking Amell about. Stephen Amell is worth seven million. These are not completely accurate usually, but I, that's what I would have guessed about for him. Yeah, so, so the celebrities yeah. always laugh that shit off when when it's like, oh yeah, what's my worth? Thank you, but wouldn't you do it too? Absolutely. You don't need to right, know what's you don't in there. People, yeah, you don't want people to know your shit. Hell no. Like as much as yeah. I love Ducktales, I don't need a fucking money bin, and I'll tell you why. One, it's a target for the Beagle Boys to always come and attack. Number right. two, I can't actually swim in the goddamn money. All right. I, as much as I want to, no, you know. Tom Welling is worth 14 million, <laughs> according to the same website. I know you're making your Ducktales jokes, and I'm fucking ignoring it. Tom Welling is worth 14 million, according yeah. to the same website. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, man. And I, you know, I kind of believe some of it. I, I think that it's probably a little bit off. And and look, this is like when they when they do celebrity net worth, they're also factoring in your properties and everything like that. Yeah. It's not it's not cash in the bank. It's investments. It's rough estimates based off of what they think they were paid. There's a lot yeah. of hearsay too. I mean, yeah. you know, there there may be contracts that got like to the finish line that weren't finalized. There may be duplicate reporting. I'm sure they go through their their checks and balances and everything trying to make sure everything's uh, you know, on the level, but Ultimately, it's a Google search, and what are they going to do? Sue them? You know, just like, hey, you're oh, worth this much money. I'm not, but thank you for making people think I am. This is so. This is what I was going to look up because I was very, I was very curious, and I think we've talked about this before, but I just wanted to reiterate. Um, there, there are some of them that do investments, especially if they're smart. These mm. celebrities, Ashton yeah. Kutcher is one of them. Now, have I told you about how Ashton Kutcher? I feel like I have. But like how he is worth a shit ton of money, not from not just from acting, but mostly from the fact that he's really fucking smart and works in Silicon Valley and stuff like that. He is. And you did tell me that. But he made 30 million off of Uber alone. That's amazing. And you can't you can't go on a website without seeing a pop up ad for Acorn without his face being on there. You know. Yep. So yeah, yeah, he's he's got his cat. Him him and Shaq. He's worth two hundred million, by the way. Yeah, fuck him. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we talked. Doesn't even include Mila Kunis money. She's got her own shit. That's right. That's right. He got that walking away money. If he needs to, if he's like, you know what, Mila, I gotta go. He can just walk. Yeah. Because so. clearly that's how that would go. You know. <laughs> I understand he's attractive, but it's Mila Kunis. Come on. You think Mila is going to be the one who walks? She's, I mean, good Lord. I mean, they're yeah, both stupid pretty. 
It's crazy how pretty they are. They are both stupid pretty. He's very pretty. I'm not I'm not going to argue against that. But like and I I'm not going to argue against the idea of like, yeah, he would probably walk away, but like if he walks away, he's dumb as fuck. No. And you know what? To be fair, to be completely honest, I think they're in it to win it. I don't know. I I got a feeling about it. I do them. too, man. They seem legit. Yeah. <laughs> they they seem very grounded and very like they're they just care about raising their kids and yep. being you know down to earth people. They don't give a shit about anything else. I feel the same so, way yeah, about I'm, Allison Brie and what's his fuck face. I feel like they're in it well, to win it yeah, too. Yeah, fuck that guy. But seriously, they seem in it to win it as well. Yup, yup. I mean, there's he's some, a bitch in that new <laughs> that new Hulu movie. Oh, I thought you. <laughs> No, no, no. Say, like he's just a bitch. That son of a. No, bitch. no, no. She, <laughs> Allison Brie's character in that new Happy. I watched it earlier. That Happiest Season, which is a great movie. Yeah. But like, her character sucks. In that <laughs> oh my gosh, That's she's good. so good at playing that type of character. I'm glad because I'm tired of seeing her as the wide-eyed, like innocent chick who has oh, to like break bad. No, no yeah, I, she's not that at all. Good, 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 good. <sighs> that's good um where was i gonna go oh are you ready for your wrestling adjacent um thing this week no what okay. the fuck it's not about wrestling it's about independent contractors and sure. how they don't have rights so yes that is true it's a long story that i won't get into right now about uh wrestlers and they're dancing around actually forming a union. There's a lot of union talk. There's right. a lot of union busting that goes on because people are thinking if they kiss up to the boss, it's going to make them a superstar or whatever. Um, one of my favorite things to happen in the past couple of weeks is that uh, Xavier Woods, who's also known as Austin Creed, who's also uh, got a Ph.D. in child psychology, he has always talked about wanting to do something outside of wrestling in order to make sure that he has something to fall back on. Because we learned uh, a couple weeks ago that WWE is actually banning their employees from having outside uh, revenue streams like Twitch and Cameo. Right. And it's it's really hurting the bottom line for a lot of these people, especially during this pandemic. They can't perform. You have no right to have, do that. Exactly. You don't. And what Go they're standing on yourself. is the fact that when you become a wrestler, they give you a new name and then they register a trademark for that name. So if you do anything under that name that you became famous with, they claim that they oh, deserve yeah. a vig from that, you know. Anyway, uh, Xavier Woods, who also goes by Austin Creed, his real name, always makes it a point very smartly. To have his real name up there as well when he does Ooh, outside yeah. projects. He has been campaigning for the past five years to be the host of Nick Arcade if they ever bring it back. Mm-hmm. Now, you know G4 is coming back. That's a reality. Yes. They made an announcement last night that the first official employee of the new G4 oh. is Austin Creed, ladies and gentlemen. And they did That's it in awesome. the coolest fucking way because he's he's a youtuber he has his channel up up down down where he games and stuff with his friends um but they they delivered him a briefcase and he opened it up and it was this obelisk looking it was just a shape but it was obviously the g4 logo just without g4 written on it and it started talking to him and it was peter cullen's voice that's right optimus prime told him that he was worthy <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Just just so fucking cool. And I, I just I appreciate that hustle. Um it, it's ins- it's inspirational to me because, you know, we're we're both trying to get in so many different projects and everything and you know, it just progress our careers. And like I said, he's been grinding my at this. My OnlyFans is not doing well. <laughs> you got to stop posting them box fans. I told you. People want the I, rotating I just, ones. It's OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm just giving the people what they want. I, I'm branching out to ceiling fans, guys. Oh, that's hot. I, I'm thinking about those little <laughs> handheld fans. The little fan, like, you know, that you... God, I just... I just need $5, guys. Come just on. $5. You know, we're having a Black Friday $5. sale. That's it, $5. You, know? you get some fans. <laughs> you get some sweet fans. <laughs> we should put fans on the merch site. just to <laughs> <laughs> So people Y'all can support. <laughs> anyway, it's an inspirational thing. I wanted to share that with you because even through all that adversity, your boy went ahead and hosted a G4 show. It's amazing because, you know, a year ago, G4 didn't even exist anymore. And here it is coming back and we got somebody who we can stand behind. It's great. That's a, that is great. Uh, wrestling. God damn it. I'm happy for him, but yeah. I, I didn't tell you nothing about wrestling. I was talking about Austin Creed. What? No. No. I should turn off this gaslight. I'm okay. Sorry. Continue. Okay. Yes. We have two bits of HBO news. HBO. Moving. We have news that HBO has picked up The Last of Us two series. Hell yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, yes. Hell yeah. yeah. If it was just based on the first game, I would have concern. But they expanded the story so well in that second chapter and left so much to be addressed. I'm looking forward to see where they go with this TV show. Uh, but it's a mini series, right? Is it a mini series? You're probably right. Ooh, I don't know. Hold well, on. Well, let's go to IGN and find out, ladies and gentlemen. You're riding along. With yes, us yes, here. yes, yes, yes. Going to the to the old IGN with the autoplay video because fuck them. I I would love it if it was a full series and they just told all of the time and it, they already have their beginning and ending, you know, like like why not just expand it? Not yeah. like Walking Dead going on forever, but you can get f- like five seasons out of it, I bet. Get a good HBO five. Yeah. 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 Over seven uh, years. Probably. Eight episodes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So it just says series on IGN. It doesn't say anything yeah. about miniseries. So That's okay. I, I'm, I'm with you. It does fit a series. And I like that they that we know the ending. Yeah. I would I would hope that the first season ends the way that the first game ends. That would be incredible. And then we can go from there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. And when they introduce Abby, oh, come on. Yes, I think that would be a couple seasons in, though. Yeah. Like season three or something like that. Because then you're going <laughs> to get into the end game sort of deal. True. We can get some... Um... And, you know, I, I don't think I would mind too much if, in conjunction with Naughty Dog, they made some changes along the way. Yeah. I'd be open to it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind that because Naughty Dog knows how to. Well, well, um, they're they're behind it, so exactly. They're they're right there in it. Neil, uh, Neil is involved. Neil Druckmann nice. is like behind this. He's the creative director. He, you know, so like he's involved with this. Yeah. That makes me feel better. 
Now they just got to get casting. Man, every time I see Neil Druckmann's name, I think about Duckman. Do you remember that show it used to come on USA? Uh, no. He was a private-eyed duck, and it was voiced by Jason Alexander, completely unrelated to Howard the Duck or Sounds the DuckTales. It was okay. Yeah. It was all right. It was a it was a late night cartoon, so you know the bar was super low. Yeah, maybe I did see it. Like, so uh, one one casting thing that I've seen people keep posting about is the Nikolai. Uh, oh God, I can't remember how you pronounce his last name. Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones. Okay. Him as Joel. People have been saying him as Joel, and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> that would be pretty great. Yeah, I could get with that. And it yeah. seems like some of the production team from uh, Game of Thrones is involved yeah. as well. Yeah, they will be. Because HBO, well, like, it's a natural transition. I'm excited. I think so it's going to be good. Yeah, I'm glad it's on HBO and not just on some oh, separate... Yeah. That's, see, that's what I've been talking about with uh, Why the Last Man, that that concerns me. Yeah. Is that I, I understand FX has made really great content, but like... When HBO is putting money behind The Last of Us, I'm like, oh, shit, it's on. You know it's going to be quality. It's going to be something to talk about at least. Yes, absolutely. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, so the second bit of HBO news is specific to HBO Max, which is that we're going to get Wonder Woman on HBO Max Christmas Day. Oh, snap, guys, it happened. We're getting yes, Wonder Woman at home. Yes, it is not. It is not going to cost you any additional money other than HBO Match Max subscription. Heck so yes, yes, and it is going to be in theaters as well. So if you want to go to a theater, may God have mercy on your soul and go on. But if but you live I'm in not. if you live in New Zealand, enjoy Wonder Woman in theaters. Oh yeah, that's that's. <laughs> That's a great point. If you live in another country that's doing a good job of actually handling the virus, kudos. Yes. What's that like? Huh? <laughs> What's that like? I don't, how's Dubai Can't doing? Do I, you need a daughter and a son? Because guess what? We're right here. That's right. That's We're right. a little bit grown, but kind we do of. like lollipops. We do. <laughs> See, if this were a stand-up set, you just brought it back around to the first joke, and we dropped the mic, and we're out. We walk off stage. That's it. Fire. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> they play Jump Around by House of Pain, and we just walk off. Like, that's my time. Good night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that reminds me. Did you see Chappelle's um, post? No, you sent it to me, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. So I don't know if you saw the news story uh, surrounding why he put that out there. But yes, I did. How he wants the show pulled and everything. Exactly. And yeah. Netflix actually did pull the show at his request. Yeah, that was a weird choice, but okay. Imagine <laughs> having that type of sway with your intellectual property that hasn't belonged to you in years, man. Just to be like, I don't want this on your streaming service. And then to just go, all right, if it makes you happy, cool. I, yeah, that, that baffles me. Yeah. Yeah. Baffles me. But, <laughs> but good if, for you, him. if you watch, yeah, so the video, which I'm sure we'll have to share with you guys somewhere, um, watching that, he gives his thought process behind it. And in classic Dave fashion, it makes sense in the lens of his mind, but in a lot of ways, it's like, yeah, that's not how the rest of the world works. But in Dave Chappelle's world, okay, I see where you're coming from. 
Gotcha. Yeah. 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 So anyway, Wall of Weird. Yeah, we've got we've got some Wall of Weird stories, guys. Wall of Weird. Okay. Well, Mike Lutz has contributed yet again to the Wall of Weird, my friends. Man. My, man. my father. That's right has sent an article in, even though he does not listen to this podcast, because <laughs> he views it as a possible invasion of my privacy, <laughs> and I respect him for that. He, oh, uh, thank he, goodness for he that. He keeps church and state separate. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, he submitted this because he knows about the Wall of Weird segment. So, Canadian, this is from CNN. This is written by <laughs> Ala Elasar. Okay. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Canadian officials warn drivers not to let m- moose lick their car. All right. So my first thought, right off, right off, out of the gate. Okay, that's fucking funny. But second thought, um, <laughs> I am of the mindset where I have to take a beat and remember that the plural form of moose is moose. Is it's moose? Mo- yes. I, that's why I you you heard the hesitation. <laughs> is not niece. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but when I read that the first time without remembering that factor, I read it in in my mind as the voice of Natasha from uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Moose and squirrel. Do not let okay. moose lick your car. Officials in Jasper and no, uh, <laughs> officials in Jasper, an alpine town in Canada's Alberta province have put up signs asking motorists to avoid allowing <laughs> m- allowing moose to lick the the salt a treat moose find hard to resist yes. off their cars <laughs> they're obsessed with salt <laughs> it's one of the things they need for minerals in their body. In their body they usually get it from salt lakes in the park but now they've realized they can get it from road salt that splashes onto cars <laughs> at Jasper National Park, where people often ride on the side of the road in hopes of catching the gl- a glimpse of a moose. Uh, and they let the animals near your car. But that is a seriously dangerous thing to do by allowing the moose to lick the salt off your car. <laughs> they will become habituated. Yes. With being around cars. And that poses a risk to both the animal and the drivers who can accidentally crash into him. Oh, you better believe it. Moose versus car? I think the moose is going to win. Moose versus car. Yeah. <laughs> I who mean, shall win? Even moose in the, will win. In the image they have in this story, like this moose, singular form, is like towering over this ram, this Dodge Ram. So. It's fucking huge. <laughs> moose versus ram? Moose wins every time. Moose wins. Yeah. Moose and cars are not a good mix. No. <laughs> it's a, this is, I'm just reading it now. <laughs> if you hit the moose with your car, you can take the legs out from under it and you can go, th- it can go through your windshield. Damn. The Damn. best way to stop a moose from, come, <laughs> from coming close to your car is, to sim- is simply driving away when you see them approaching. <laughs> Here is a sign in Jasper, Alberta. Do not let the moose lick your car. I love that. I love it. And I don't need to know, but I'm about to Google it. How does a moose tongue look? Because if you just see a moose coming at your car, looking like that crazed Pikachu gift that you see all the time, like, oh, no, I don't want that. (laughs) 
it's funny that they have to tell people to drive away. Like, what? Like, <laughs> oh, when you went, oh, no, I don't want that. I thought you were just seeing it. Oh, that too. It was simultaneous, actually. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Just no, 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 thank you. No, thank you, Moose. You can't have any of my salts. They need to just start bringing like, okay, so Canadians, I recommend yes. that you donate those Himalayan salt lamps that you don't use anymore. You know, you got one for a gift one Christmas and you never yep, plugged it I in. It. I have it right over there. Yep. See, see, just give that to the Canadian Mounted Police so that they may yeet these lamps into the forest in order for the moose to lick so they don't have to chase cars anymore. I actually love mine, by the way. <laughs> it's a nice little nightlight. It is. It's, it's a nice a- soft glow. Yeah. 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 There's a spa, and this is completely apropos of nothing. There's a, there's a spa around us named King Spa, and it is a glorious place. Um, mm-hmm. They have nine different, uh, I forget what they call them, there's different rooms in this place. Right. And one, Oh, they have nine different saunas. So one of these saunas is just a Himalayan salt room. Hmm. So you're just surrounded, floor to ceiling, Himalayan salt, and it's supposed to help your breathing. It's supposed to, like, you know encourage uh good respiratory health they yeah it's have... supposed to be good for like anxiety that's a, a big thing we yeah. sell on that yeah that glow man that glow um they have another room that's like a cold room which is completely against the idea of what a sauna is uh <laughs> they have a traditional sauna they have a wet sauna they have a campfire sauna it's it's weird man look up king spa when you get time they, they have a lot going make on make that there. sauna wet <laughs> <laughs> Wet ass sauna, Wes. Oh, <laughs> wet ass sauna. <laughs> oh man, I was, that was going to make me segue to another thing about Megan The Stallion's uh, online store. She has these hats, she has these beanies on her store that look like newspaper print, and I really want one. Why don't you get one? Because it's also got her ass on the side of it, and I don't want. <laughs> get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. In more ways than one. Uh, exactly. Go on, get it. That's yeah. That's that's intimidating to me. I will. Yeah. No. That's, You're just wearing it around the house anyway. At this point. <laughs> that's true. Fuck. Who else needs to see it? Nah. That can be. That can be special times. <laughs> we'll talk okay. more off the air. Anyway. So yeah, yeah, back, to, me. back to back to one week. Speaking of booty. No. <laughs> Speaking of booty. No, no, no. This is not booty related. Okay. This is weird. This guys, this story is the weirdest story we're gonna hear for a little while. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. We're in 2020, but yep. it is a very 2020 story. So, this is going around everywhere. I'm sure you've heard it by now. About it by now. We're gonna get into a little bit of it. Um. So, people on Reddit apparently found this. Uh, originally, I think that's where I originally saw it. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> while on a mission to count bighorn sheep last Wednesday, oh, I think the Reddit thing was was finding out exactly when this happened based off of satellite images. But hmm. okay, so wildlife resource officials um, aboard a Utah Department of Public Safety helicopter spotted a curious sight: a steely triangular ten to twelve foot monolith firmly planted in the bottom of an isolated uh, sandstone gulch. I think that's how you pronounce it. This is a giant, and Matt, you need to look at the pictures. It's a giant metal 
monolith. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, during the counts, we came across it in the middle of nowhere, buried deep in the rock. Mm. Inquiring minds want to know, what the heck is it? Anyone. So, and they, they show a person standing next to it. So, you can see the full size of it. It's fucking weird. It is. And um, the, the picture they keep showing of it is, like, directly from the front. It's also thick, like, from the side. Yes, it like is. me, you know. Um, no, it's oh, it's actually like they they have a photo of a man standing on another man's shoulders just to look over it, to look on top of it, and yeah, like <laughs> you look at the side, it's it's wide too. Boy, okay, okay, reminiscent of uh, two thousand one, a space odyssey, of course. Right. <clears throat> so one of the biologists uh, who spotted it was it just happened to fly directly over top of it. He was like, whoa, 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 turn around. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> he says, there's a thing there. We have to go back. Uh, and speculated that it might be some sort of way of finding a device for NASA, but ultimately conceded it was more likely an art project or something to do with a – more likely an art project than something to do with a scientific reason. So – they want to know why this is there. Yeah. Um, and it says it looks like, obviously, 2001 Space Odyssey. They even show it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're wanting to know, like, it, they're basically saying we need to know where the fuck this came from. And the uh, Bureau of Land Management or the United States Geological Survey immediately responded uh, to a request and then like the uh, regard or did not immediately respond to requests. So they're not really talking about what this thing is. And if I remember correctly, now I need to find it on Twitter because I saw it on Twitter. Uh, I believe people on Reddit discovered that it was um, there. It, it like it popped up in 2016. Yes. Okay. So, people on Reddit went back to satellite data. Or, or no, this was actually 4chan, whatever. Um, and it was there, it's been there for at least four years. Hmm. Just sitting there. This is fucking weird. And the YouTubers are saying that it's an art installation. Like it has bolts in it and everything. Like, like it's it was constructed and put there. Man, I I don't like this. <laughs> I don't either. We dug the fact up a that mummy. We found it at this point is crazy. Yeah, I mean, wait till next year, guys. We've got enough weird shit going on right now. Um, we don't need aliens or underground mole people, uh, coming to attack us. So, I wrote down three things, which I think it might be, that I'd like to share with you right now. Yes, go for it. It this is, is a, definitely put this up because you can see bolts in it anyway continue <laughs> it is a secret entrance to a uh, supervillain base maybe hydra or aim sure. i don't know yes um it is area 52 right mm-hmm. or utah's got a boner oh <sighs> i don't like any of these options friend me neither me neither they're any all awful them. 
But it's it's a fascinating story. Um, it's wall of weird worthy for sure. Even though I'm sure pretty much everyone has thought of it or, or has heard of it by now, by the time you're listening to this, and it is more than likely an art project. I mean, come on. Like if there was something there was if there was something more to it, I'd be like, okay. But the weird part about it to me is that it's a such a long con. Yeah. It took years for them to find this. Right. Um. Uh, if anything, I think it's like a prank, like maybe not an art installation. I can see it being used as some type of uh, prop for a desert photo shoot or something like that. You know, obviously it's going to be a photo shoot. If there's art, there are pictures that exist of this thing. Right. Whoever put it up, you know, it's, it's in my portfolio. Someone's going to claim it. It's going to be a there? matter of time. Yeah, because I, I heard this story before you, you read it, but yes. it's not like widely, you know, in the zeitgeist yet. I think once it starts making the rounds on like late night talk shows and the Today Show and that sort of thing, we may see someone step forward finally. Someone well, will what, know someone, you know. What's crazy is that they found it in the in this insane year. If right. If that footage is accurate that it's been there for over four years or just about coming up on four or five years now whatever um that it took so long to find it and that it was found in such a weird year already that's that's pretty pretty crazy oh i i figured out a fourth one they found 5g oh yeah that's it that's 5g don't mess with that guys no 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 don't touch it don't Don't touch it no touching <laughs> okay, that's all the weird. Mm, that's all. That's Holy all we shit. got. Man, look, that's enough. <laughs> this is more than enough, y'all. <laughs> this is more than enough. Oh my god. So we got stuff going on. What you got going on? I always go first. What you got going on? I don't have anything going on, but thanks for asking. Oh shit. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, I am going to be on an episode in the near future, that meaning December, some point in December, an episode, and I'm not going to say what it is yet, of Scary Best. Yeah. So be your, be your Scary Best. Go subscribe to them. My episode will be Christmas related. Yeah. Okay. I got, I got my interest. I, I like Be Your Scary Best. You know those? I, I kind of know those guys. They do good stuff. It was last minute. I literally messaged them asking, are you going to be covering this movie? Yes, we are. We're going to cover it. Can I come on the podcast and talk talk about this movie? (laughs) I literally, I I was like, this is me inviting myself on your podcast. They were like, okay. And then the next day they were like, hey, so I guess we're going to record this tonight or whatever. I'm like, cool. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's really cool. No, I'm I'm glad. You know, Bradley and, and Ash are good people. So Very good. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Um, I did a cameo on another story for Nightlight Pod recently. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. So you guys know I did the foreclosure. That was that was completely yeah. uh, me narrating that. But yeah, there's another episode out there now. It's kind of like a um, just a jam piece. A lot of people contributed to. So like, they got me in there for a couple lines, and it's it's funny cool. and scary. So check that out. It's for the holidays now. Uh, mm-hmm. CNSC, uh, we have a Winter Wonderland celebration going on. We have our watch-alongs again because everybody seemed to uh, enjoy themselves with the watch-alongs we did for uh, Halloween. Yeah. Uh, we are going to do Jingle Jangle on 
Friday, November 27th. Is that that new musical? Uh, It's the Netflix movie. I don't know if it's a musical. Oh, it's a musical. Okay. Yeah, 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 I think it is. Cool. It's got Keegan-Michael Key, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be watching that on Netflix. Then uh, Batman Returns the week after. The week after that is the one that I'm going to be hosting uh, on December 11th, which is Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. Yeah! You know. Dolly! (laughs) Team Dolly over here. Uh, this and is then, just going to become a Dolly Parton podcast, and I'm <laughs> fucking cool with it. Podcast, y'all. <laughs> Wrestling, Dolly, and Ducks, our new podcast, coming soon. Yeah, but not those other things. Not those other things. <laughs> and then lastly, nope. December 7th, Muppet Christmas Carol. That's a, a classic. <gasps> Everybody loves it. Uh, well, all the cool people love it. I'll say that. I don't want to be yeah. like that. Other I always like that and Treasure Island the most. And so the exciting news. Oh, yeah, we're all going mad. Um Toy bracket. Like we had our candy bracket for Halloween. We're doing a toy bracket every weekday, starting <laughs> on Black Friday. Come on through to the CNSC Facebook page to see who the Etch of 16 are going to be. Then we have the Atari round, the Connect 4 round, and then last but not least, the Uno round. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. And the last That's thing awesome. I'm going to be doing, December, we've been talking about this podcast hosted by Aaron Amendola and the guest. Uh, for a couple episodes now. Uh, December, I'm going to be on three episodes of Party Chat, which has a very sassy Twitter account that is so sassy, I thought Lex was running it. So check that out. Uh, it is on brand for me. <laughs> it's a good show. I mean, there's a lot of heartfelt moments. It's got Aaron, so of course it's very heartfelt. And mm-hmm. uh, it's a good listen. I love it. Check it out. That's what I yeah. got going on. Yeah, go check it out. Yeah. Check out all of our friends, friend pods. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a list of um, podcasts that we love and adore uh, on our Instagram, which you mm-hmm. can find at Lex and Matt that uh, Lex was putting up today. Um, everybody came back and, and was very appreciative of the uh, the sharing. We're a very good community as podcasters. We we like yeah. to see one another succeed. Yeah, uh, there's room for everyone. There's room for everybody at the table. There's enough pie to go around. So, yeah, we love all our podcast uh, people. <laughs> we are thankful for you all. We are thankful for y'all. And like I said, you can find yeah. us at Listen. All right, you right. guys. Yeah. 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 You guys need to stay safe, guys, stay over safe. the holidays. Because mm-hmm. we're grateful for you, too. And, you know, you're not a listener if you're dead. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Don't don't be dead, oh, listeners. Oh, guys, it's getting late. It is. I, I'm getting dark. We gonna wrap this up. Uh, what is <laughs> <laughs> Lex and Matt at all the social medias. Uh, stay alive, everybody. Enjoy the holiday, but enjoy it responsibly, as they say in all those liquor ads. Wear a mask. You know, um, we've talked about this before. We you have. got like. And we follow a lot of our listeners back on social media, and you guys are being pretty cool. Yeah, so yeah. We, we, I'm confident you'll be good, good chili babies. We appreciate you as people and as listeners. And we don't want to see anything bad happen to you. We, oh. we, take, we take it as a, as a personal compliment that you stay safe oh. out there. Thank we you. We want that. most of you to stay well. Most of you. You know who most you are. Yeah. The sweetest of chili babies. And then there's other ones that, you know, you're a little bit sour, chili babies. <laughs> And we we think we can fix you like a bad boyfriend, but like, like that Coldplay song. Yeah, yeah, we think we can fix you, but we're also we're not holding our breath, so to speak. So 
you know, we'll take your money if you want to Venmo us. Our OnlyFans is available. But beyond that. <laughs> yes. Beyond that, you know. You, you do you, boo. Lex's imaginary uh, OnlyFans is available. And our very real Patreon is available for you as well. Yes. If you like bonus episodes and stickers and a possible mug, if you please. We're going to yeah. be uh, discussing some new yeah. developments with our Patreon very soon. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, yeah. We're going to make the – we're going to entice y'all with yeah. some Patreon stuff. So keep keep in mind. That'll be a thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Current patrons are kind of aware of that already. But uh, new patrons, we'll let you know. All right. And with that, I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. Be excellent to each other. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. That too.